0: Eat, drink, smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon and smoke the fine cigars. Tony Katz, April D. Gregory, Blend Bar Cigars, where we record Indianapolis, Indiana. It's live, people. That's how we do it. And we always start with the drink because you should always start with a drink. And today, <laughs> the whistle pig people. A little applause for us and the lives that we lead. Uh, the Whistle pig. it's a 15-year straight rye. That's what we are doing. And we're talking about approximately $200 a bottle. If you get this retail, that's what you're going to deal with. Uh, now, it's a rye, right? So a bourbon has certain rules about the percentage of corn that has to be in. It has to be at least 51% corn, rye, uh, different rules. However, man, do we love a good rye. And we have reviewed Great Rise, and we have reviewed Hot Messes all over, uh, the, <laughs> all over the place. Um, so Whistlepig is up there in terms of name, in terms of what people think of it, uh, and, and uh, how much they almost re- revere it. Uh, so what you're going to get on the Whistlepig in terms of um, the nose and, and in terms of the, uh, uh, just the overall... Of it. It's gonna have um, wood, uh, sugar, some earthiness, and yes, it's gonna have some citrus to it uh, as well. This is, it's a a beautiful color. Mine actually has an ice chip in it because I always prefer it that way. Actually, I'd like to, I try to do it neat, but we put the ice chips in it by mistake. So April's got it neat. I've got it with uh, the ice chips. Uh, The aroma's also got a, the, the nose has got a touch of vanilla on it. Um, some people describe it as a bruleed orange. I'm just going with citrus. I don't think my nose is good enough to know the difference between citrus and a bruleed orange. Right? I don't think I, I have that.
1: So a little but, caramelized would be.
0: I get you see that's just one of those things where I think I need more time or maybe as you I could get just better say, at it.
1: Maybe that's like the hoity toity way of saying it. Bruleed orange. Yeah. It's right. Just, Caramel and citrus.
0: Oh, they, they could be totally full of crap for all I know. They could be absolutely, positively full of crap, uh, you know. In, in the way some people describe it, really, it's up it's up to you. Um, but you're also going to get in this as you as you engage uh, some leathers. And I am always, especially with cigars, I'm a huge fan of that leather kind of taste in the cigar. All right, we ready? ready. We doing? Now you're doing it neat. I'm doing it on a, on a nice chip. That is outrageously easy. Yeah. Hold on, I'm trying yours. I'm not sure what happened here. Hold on, wait. I'm trying. Okay, so three things. You know, I don't think you need a chip. I've got a chip in here. I don't think I need it at all. I think you can do it without. Uh, the butterscotch conversation, absolutely true. Um, it's It's rather warm going down. It's not like, it's not the the most powerful thing that you're going to drink. We have had some pretty powerful uh, drinks in our, in our day here. This, not, not powerful. There's a little bit of warming in the chest, but there's nothing on the throat. There was no burn on the back. There was no sting on the tongue at all. Right. Um,
1: what is this aftertaste? Is that the leather?
0: I don't know because I don't have one. I don't have an aftertaste. What? I don't know. I, I, what do you think it tastes like?
1: I don't know what it tastes like.
0: Well I've well never if had you were going it before family show um i don't I don't know i i I don't well, have I one could be could be because i don't I don't have an aftertaste at all I mean I'm doing it again with the chip yeah I wouldn't do it on a cube guys I would do this absolutely neat because I'm a little watered down here
1: it does something. with the chip Different to your palate. This is not what you typically experience. It's no, it's not bad at all. It's just so different that I'm kind of.
0: It's it's remarkably smooth. I'm ex- mm-hmm. You're expecting a hit. You're expecting to get punched somewhere. You're expecting maybe some of the more those traditional kind of things. This is remarkably, I'm
1: just remarkably to out what smooth. Taste
0: is. I don't know. You're gonna have to figure that out. We'll get back to it though. It might be wood. Well, by the time you figure it out, we may be at war with Iran. By the time you figure out what's going on with your throat. Uh, so, uh, as we're recording, it's been this entirety of Iran shot down a drone. And it's not its not a drone like you uh, see in your backyard, right? This is some pretty big and intense hardware that was shot down. Uh, this drone is known as an RQ-4 Global Hawk. The RQ-4 Global Hawk flies... At about sixty to sixty-five thousand feet in the air, it's got a hundred and thirty-foot wingspan. Whoa! Oh. Um, it is—it's unmanned, so there were no people in this in this uh, drone. Uh, and you'll hear it as unmanned aerial vehicle or UAV. Um, I have seen different pricing on this thing. I'm looking at now one hundred seventy-six million dollars. I have seen it as low as twenty-two. I've seen it as two hundred twenty-two. I think that sometimes people don't know which source they're getting the stuff. It's an expensive piece of hardware. Got shot down in the Straits of Hormuz, which is between the Persian Gulf and the Gulf of Oman leading into the Arabian Sea. Why does that matter? That's where the oil comes through, people. Mm. It's between Oman, the UAE, uh, and, and Iran. And it's this little, like, hump in the in the geography. And that's what you have to sail through. And it makes it extremely important. It makes it extremely volatile. And that's uh, where this was shot down. You also had the two tankers that got uh, attacked and I'm one of these people who doesn't think this is a false flag. I know a lot of people want to go down that road. I think this was the Iranians planting mines on, on, on these tankers. There's a general from the Air Force, Selva, General Selva. And he's like, listen, you don't just do this. No one wakes up on a morning and is like, you know what? I'm going to put a mine on a tanker. You got to have planning. You have to have an understanding. You got to have training to do that kind of thing. And that's why they think it's uh, uh, the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. Right. You'll see it as the IRGC, Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. That's that's Iran's like elite in, in the world of, of their of their forces. So I do think it's the Iranians. I do think it's the Iranians because they're saber rattling. I personally think they're trying to pull a North Korea. How how loud can we be until someone says, listen, we'll reduce some sanctions if you'll just calm down. We'll give you some money if you just calm down. That was North Korea's motive, you know, modus operandi for years. Right. They tried that with the Clintons and then they they kept building nuclear weapons. They did it with 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 Bush. That's they did it, you know, in the the old days of of of, uh, Kim Jong Il, the father of this one. Uh, So there's a that's their history. I think that's what Iran is doing. But the drone gets shot down and everybody thinks that there's going to be a response. And the president goes to Twitter and is like, I ordered it. I was ready to do it. And I asked how many people are going to get killed. And one of the generals in the room, the man tweeted it. I don't care what you think about his politics. <laughs> this is unbelievable that he, he shared this story. And there's enough people in the room that would be able to tell you, no, he didn't do that or whatever. He did this. This one, he did. He said, how many people are going to die? And a general tells him 150. And he's like, you know what? It's not a proportionate response. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And calls it off like 10 minutes before the strike is going to happen. He then sends... Through the country of Oman, a message to the Ayatollah saying, do you want to talk? The next day, the Iranian foreign minister is having a meeting with the Swedish ambassador about this very concept. I got to tell you, I got a pretty good nose for politics. I, I do it for a living. I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen here. And, I, and I'm and i telling you, I think everybody on cable news or whatever who thinks they know what's going to happen is totally full of crap. I do notice this. There are a lot of people who were all about warning us President Trump's gonna take us to war and then this happens and they seem kind of it's like there's this desire to tell them oh look how wrong they are but we don't know what's gonna happen yet why would why would you goad someone into taking you to war why would you then be unhappy if they didn't take you to war it's like everybody's trying to play a side of oh look at what this one did to the other one this is a really serious situation and it's like it's like we don't even care about that. We're talking about a major, major possibility of calamity,
1: <laughs>
0: and everyone's like, "How does this benefit me politically?"
1: Yeah, uh, right. What side should I get on so I can say I was right, he was wrong? Um, well, the thing with Trump is, you just never know what he's going to do. So if you think you know, you don't, because it's going to be something completely different.
0: And but. and there's a moment where that's a, a positive. I think this is one of those moments. Where it's absolutely positively a a positive. If I'm being asked, by the way, so I'm I've always said I don't lie about the fact that politically I'm a conservative. Um, But I I will tell you that more and more my libertarian leanings are shining through. And especially when it comes to this, I don't believe in little skirmishes. I am not into the idea of uh, small responses. I believe in the old school. That First, we're not talking about defending the nation. If three uh, uh, Iranian uh, jets came at U.S. interest, or at U.S. pilots, or at the U.S., I believe in shooting them out of the sky. I don't need anybody's permission for that. The commander-in-chief does what the commander-in-chief does, boom, bop, right. bip, and it's over. Right? Just so we're clear. But if we're talking about some ongoing effort against Iran, I don't want little things here and there. I want the declaration of war, and then I want to Kill everybody in charge in Iran. I want to let those people who are Persians uh, live their lives and 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 rebuild a, a country because they had a great country, and I would rename it Persia. That would be
1: me. <laughs> get rid of Iran. You know,
0: no no uh, ode to 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 Hitler for me. Thank you very much. Oh uh, look at you! You just down the whistle pig. I did. So you were okay with it's it? It's
1: Extremely easy. Extremely. I did have to. It was driving me crazy because I couldn't figure out what I was tasting, um, so I did Google it, and to be clear, it is an earthy flavor, and I Googled to see what was going on in my mouth, and it's it's the oak and um, possibly the leather that I'm tasting. Okay. I think that's what I'm picking up because I'm not used to picking that up in... Interesting. Yeah, I'm not used to picking that up in ryes or whiskeys or whatever bourbons that we're doing. Um, I, I really, really, really picking that up this time.
0: So I finished mine too, which is that's that's really rare. Uh, it is terrific in terms of absolutely easy. And I think it's an interesting example of maybe if you pay a little bit more, you get a little bit more of a quality. Mm-hmm. Right? I can't tell you that this would definitely be in my, my cabinet. Right? I, it, I, can't, I can't say that yet. It's not that it's not good. It is. And the leather, I'm used to that. I actually looked for that. I searched that out, so it's kind of interesting that you picked up on it and because I don't feel it that way, that I didn't have mm-hmm. any of those flavors. Would you, would you would this be in, compared to some of the other things we've had, would this be in your cabinet?
1: Well, you got. I mean, my cabinet of bourbon is going to be very small compared to someone like yours. Right. True. But true. Um, I think because it's whistle pig, your it's cabinet of cool champagnes thing. and jello shots. Right. It's my And your sh- cabinet. My jello shots and champagne and wine. No, I think it's whistle pig is really popular right now. So I feel like it might be just the thing to have because it's the thing to have. Mm-hmm. Um, it certainly goes down easy. It's not hard on the mouth. It's not thick. There's no burning. Uh, but, it, I, yeah, it's interesting that this is the first time I've really been picking up. I was really picking up on the, the oak, the earthy leather and stuff, as opposed to, I mean, even the the lemon and the citrus whatever was. Secondary? I'm not, yes, way secondary. Like, I'm not even thinking about it because I'm just thinking about this earthy taste. And it's not bad. Right. I just needed to know what I was tasting. That's
0: interesting. Yeah. That's interesting that it took the other things away from you. Yeah. Yeah. It right. really
1: did because I think it's just so overwhelmingly earthy that.
0: All right, so that's the Whistle Pig 15 year uh, straight rye. Check that out. Remember, it's not a bourbon; it's a rye, so you are going to have a different flavor profile to it. I still don't know if it's in my if it's in my cabinet, but I wouldn't turn one down if someone offered one to me.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I would. If someone offered one, I would take it. and I would drink it.
0: Would you say thank you?
1: I would. All right, just maybe send a short. note depends who it was. <laughs> thank you note.
0: So, I, I mean, I, I, I didn't want to get off track on the Iran thing, but I did want to hear your thoughts there. Um, this, we shouldn't kid ourselves. It's a serious situation. Uh, and and I, I, I'm just, that we're taking this as a political conversation and not as a, hey, what's Iran trying to do? What is our plan? is out of control. Like that, It is stunning, the amount of people like I, there were so there was a congressman, Mark Green, out of Tennessee, and his commentary. This was on on it was on Fox News. That's that's where I I caught the clip. He's like, we have to respond, and we have to respond with with smoke and fire. And not only do we have to show Iran, we have to show North Korea. We mean business. Well, if you want to go show North Korea, you mean business.
1: Go, go show it. North Korea. Yeah, go do it.
0: I'm not going to engage a fight that maybe isn't necessary with Iran because I want to show North Korea. I'm tough. <laughs> that's the craziest thing I ever heard in my life. I mean, that's just the kind of thing that has, like, no no room or should have no room in our lives. And the other one came from, from the Democrats. Uh, it, was, it was Nancy Pelosi who's the Speaker of the House. It was uh, John Garamendi. He's a Democrat out of California who both said that what we need to do is – is at least they recognize that Iran is the aggressor here, which is kind of nice, right? You know, it's not all America at fault, They're which is which was Ilhan honest. Omar. Like Representative Ilhan Omar is like, if only America would go back to the Iran nuclear deal, all this would stop. You know, she's the Neville Chamberlain of our time. Right. Uh, but but both of them said, what we need to do is we need to gather our allies and have a strong coalition. No, we don't. It might not be a bad idea politically, but if you're talking about What our interests are as a nation, regardless of your politics, you don't need other nations to be with you in order to respond or to engage or not engage. Right. It's unnecessary. And so that's what I'm talking about. We're so far deep on on the politics and who can get one over on the other person. Mm -hmm. We're talking about a nation that definitely does have some type of nuclear capability, that definitely does have some firepower, that has the Russians on their side, if not some relationship with the Chinese when it comes to oil. Maybe we should be fully aware of everything going on before we go forward. And maybe we should recognize that they're actually the enemy if they're spending billions of dollars on terrorism worldwide. Right? That's the stuff that matters. Mm-hmm. You getting a political point, or I shouldn't say you, because not you. Them getting a political point is is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But... That, that's where we are now this could all change you know as you're listening to the podcast things could be changing and going on
1: we could be at war by the time this comes out On I,
0: we could be I'm I'm still rather doubtful on that conversation um, but I, I think that there's there's this fair amount where it's clear that Iran is trying to see where they can push the US mm-hmm. they are used to now. now here's where it gets political and this is true eight years of Barack Obama presented a weak facade. The lead from behind thing, it doesn't matter if you like the man, the lead from behind thing was really true and really and truly problematic. Uh, so there are nations that were able to get strongholds and footholds and opportunities in a whole series of places uh, under under the, the the Obama regime. I call it the regime. I didn't mean it like that. So please don't. <laughs> don't send me an email. Right. My gosh. The Obama administration. Come on. I self-corrected. What do you want? Um mm. Going back to this guy, General Selva, from, from the Air Force, his exact words were, if Iran thinks this is the administration's of old, they're wrong. This administration will respond if needed. They will. Don't think that this is the, the old guard here. That's not who we are. Mm-hmm. And what I found interesting is that this is a guy who's retiring this summer. He's 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 stepping out. So usually those guys, they, they there's sometimes a time where they're like, oh, this is ridiculous, or oh, they'll, you know, Trump this or that, or oh, the administration not No, no, no. He's still, he's still laying it out as clear, guys, don't mess with these people. Mm-hmm. These people are serious people. And, and uh, I'm, I'm expecting some type of response. I am not anticipating a full-blown war. I'm just not seeing it. There's nothing in the tea leaves that gets me to that place. But you should be aware of it, and shouldn't, this shouldn't be about political points. It shouldn't be about political points. Yet here we are. That, and that's like everything. It, that's all you do now. Whether or not you can get one up on the other guy and, and get a good burn on Twitter.
1: Yeah. That's all right. Foreign
0: policy via Twitter burn. It's all
1: about uh, the most retweets. So um, in,
0: um, I want to I move. I want to move because Netflix is a... Uh, do you, are you a
1: cord cutter? We talked about this. Oh, I was like, wait, what? Um...
0: <laughs> like, you, you don't have cable.
1: Do you have cable? I believe in delayed clamping, actually. Um,
0: <laughs> what in the hell just <laughs> happened? Delayed clamping?
1: I, you Is that said a cord, sex thing? You said cord cutting, and my mind went to... Um, Having
0: a child? <laughs>
1: yes, childbirth.
0: <laughs> and my mind went to sex thing. <laughs> You're into clamping. Um, By the way, not judging. As
1: delayed I'm, clamping.
0: Just a um, little bit anyway, right there.
1: Um, no, I do not have cable. Okay. I have a Chromecast. All right, and
0: like a Roku, like a, a thing like that. I use Roku. And I, I like it.
1: do utilize Netflix sometimes. Not really.
0: So the whole world has been talking about cutting the cord and cutting the cord and cutting the cord, mm-hmm. but they're not spending any less money. What we're what we're going to be seeing, and wait for it, is that whatever your cable bill costs you, right? You, you if you cut cable, you're still going to have internet, so you got half that, right? And then people are going to $8 a month here and $12 a month here and $7 a month here. They're going to add the services that they want. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get up to the same exact dollar mo- uh, number of like $130 or $140 a month. They're just going to spend it on the things they exactly want. Yes. Right? They're going to get exactly what it is that they're looking for. Netflix, I think, is fully aware of this and wants to make sure that they get their $12 bucks a month. So they have been buying everything under the sun. And I'm actually, I'm very curious about how that kind of works. And I've been digging in. I'll I'll get to that another time. They are proving to, uh, we will live to see the day, all of us, that movie theaters are gone. We will see movie theaters close left and right. There's a movie called uh, Murder Mystery. It's Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. So they picked two very large stars. And it's this couple, and they, I guess they're having a problem, but they're going on a on a vacation. And then while they're on the vacation, whether it's was a, a cruise or whatever it is, uh, there's a murder that takes place. And he's a cop, and they're trying to figure out who did it. The first three days, first three days of this movie being released only on Netflix, almost 31 million people have watched it.
1: That's insane. It's unbelievable. That's blowing. That's mind blowing.
0: 13 million in the U.S. and Canada, 17 and a half million from uh, across the the nation here. No, no. Go, April's looking at it online. Click that link at the bottom. See where it says here? No, no. See where it says here? Yeah. Click that, and then you'll get the the story. Uh, Mashable is where I got the the data from, Mashable.com.
1: Well, okay.
0: Now, Mashable tells you there's no way to really check this. However, I don't think they're making it up i think this is setting or now maybe they are and this is all sorts of you know deep state kind of thinking if you can release a movie and get 30 million households watching and therefore get more people to be interested because movies are releasing on netflix that is devastating to the film industry it's a whole rethink on how you make everything these numbers are huge Right now, one of the things they point out is did viewers just watch the first 15 minutes or did they watch the whole movie? Mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet you you watched the whole movie. The majority of people, I'm putting my money well, down, I mean, that's the, thing. the whole movie.
1: If it, if it sucks, you can turn it off because you're at home and you're you're not paying extra for it. You didn't go drive to the movie theater, buy popcorn and Coke and spend 80 bucks to watch this movie where you're not going to leave. But if you're at home and it sucks, you just flip to another Netflix movie, right?
0: Right. So, that's usually what you're doing. So yeah, yeah.
1: you can't... Uh, there, I guess there's no way to judge if... if People watch the whole... I mean, there might be, but... When um,
0: Bird Box dropped, which I still haven't watched because I think the whole idea of the movie is ridiculous. You know, you got to stay blindfolded or this thing looks at you and then you go crazy and kill yourself or you kill everybody else. I I don't need that in my life. No. I need less of that. 80 million households, they say, in the first four weeks. This was 31 million in three days.
1: Well, they did... Bird Box did a really good job of... Uh, Marketing that all over the internet and social media, so it became a a cultural thing to have watched this movie. So that's why more people kept watching. Um, I had no clue there was a. I'm the biggest Jennifer Aniston fan in the world, and I had no clue that. Well, clearly, I'm not. I didn't know this movie with her and Adam Sandler was coming out this week. I had no idea.
0: You're not a fan. You are attracted to her. I (laughs) am. I mean you you your words i listened to this podcast by the way available on uh, apple podcast used to be itunes now they just call it apple podcast make sure you subscribe to eat drink smoke five star review write a review as well we greatly appreciate it the show is growing so very thankful for everybody who's who's into it and is a part of it and you can go to our our where we posted on fireside eatdrinksmoke.fireside.fm people have been uh, leaving donations and stuff it's been really Really incredible, but make sure you subscribe. Subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, Eat, Drink, Smoke, and give the five-star review. I listen to the podcast, April D. Gregory. Mm -hmm. You are attracted in a very real way to Jennifer Aniston. Why are you just chuckling? Just giggling. Giggle like a little schoolgirl you are doing right now.
1: Just, um, just admit it. Listen. I, so I did, I, There's so nothing you wrong with this it. Movie this weekend is what I'm trying to say.
0: It's natural. It's also very natural and beautiful. So you didn't know this movie was coming out? I
1: didn't, but Do I you, don't pay attention to Netflix and I don't watch TV. So I guess that's how I didn't know.
0: <laughs> you don't have Netflix? Oh wow!
1: I have a uh, friend's. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. I never use it, so I'm not going to pay for it. But right. every once in a while, something pops up.
0: No, that's, I'm like that is such the joke. There are only three actual Netflix accounts, and everybody else is borrowing.
1: Yeah, everyone else is borrowing. Like I'm, I'm a thing. telling you, I do not ever watch it, uh, except for once a year, literally. But no, now I'm I, be watching it this weekend.
0: I use it all the time, all the the, the time. Family uses it all the time. The kids are always uh, watching something there because we don't we don't have have cable, and I don't miss that at all, not at all. But I've I've come to realize. That if Disney, which now owns everything under the sun, mm-hmm. and is charging nine million dollars now to get into their parks, they've got the new Star Wars Land thing going on. They've, they've yeah, because they own Star Wars. Oh. Disney owns Star Wars. They own Marvel. They own Star Wars. They own all the things, and they're charging so much money to be able to get in to the theme parks to get to this this Star Wars Land. There was when they ha- where the Harry Potter thing is right. Universal. Um, Is that universal? Yeah. Okay. So they've got to ride Hagrid's motorcycle, whatever it's called. Ten hours people waited online Ten hours to ride a roller coaster. That's going to pale in comparison to what people are going to do for Star Wars Land. Because people are criminally insane. I can't wait ten hours for any. No. Name name three things, and I will tell you if I would wait ten hours for them. Nope. I... (laughs) Yeah, well, I've known you a while.
1: <laughs> no, it's just who people don't. A lot of people, most people, still don't realize time is money. Yeah, but but there, I think my time is worth something. Well. And people that walk into Disney World or even Vegas or wherever, there is no concept of time when you get to these places.
0: Yeah, but if you're if you're in the line for ten hours, you're aware of it, and you're not going on any other rides, you're not even getting a turkey leg. It sounds what's awful. the?
1: It sounds absolutely awful, horrific, There's just no way. And people
0: are going to do it. People are gonna do it, but Disney Plus. I know I'm gonna end up getting that. I know I'm gonna end up getting it for all the content library they have and all the things that they're about to about to create. So the price wise, is totally gonna equal. I'm just gonna get the things I want. Sci Fi Network. That's I have that. Want or do I have a password for that? Wait, hold on.
1: Do I <laughs> do I borrow that one? I'm gonna
0: have to get. It. No, I think I think I have my own. Or if not, I'll have to do it um, because. You want the things that you want, and that's what makes things like HBO Go or HBO Now mm-hmm. whatever. How are they going to compete and fight? Because no one's going to do it through cable anymore.
1: Right. Yeah, no I mean, maybe maybe this is the problem. Cable, ch- cable networks or cable providers didn't adapt soon enough. They should have adapted a long time ago, years ago, and let us pick what we wanted. Oh, in terms of, make, of instead of making us pay for all these things, and then you use twenty channels instead of all five thousand. Well,
0: it's the funny thing is, is that when you take a look at the, the the majority of channels, they're getting pennies a month, literally pennies a month from the cable companies. ESPN is getting like eight bucks. ESPN has driven cable for the last decade plus. Mm-hmm. It's ESPN that you're paying for because that's the thing that everybody wants. But now you do have other opportunities. And I I don't blame them for not uh, evolving faster. They didn't have to. The truth is they could have said to themselves, we'll deal with this when it's a real problem for us. We're going to keep making money, though. I think that's what happens. People are like, well, why didn't they move faster? Why didn't they move quicker? They didn't have to. It didn't make economic sense for them to, to move quicker. They can ride this through until... There becomes a real problem or a real disruption, and then they could fire four hundred people, retool, and, <laughs> and and build out. I, I'm not trying to be you know cavalier uh-huh. on on you know people getting fired. I'm just saying what is when 31 million people, households, accounts, however you want to call it, are watching this this uh, Sandler Aniston thing on, on the first three days. You got to stand up. You got you, you got to take notice. Mm-hmm. You have to take notice. I don't know how you how there's any possibility that somehow you wouldn't or, 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 or you couldn't. You got, it, it's, it's, it's a stunning, stunning number. Uh, one other thing uh, to, to uh, get to um, as, as I think I'm having a computer failure. Um, there are I, I don't when I do radio, if there's a recall on anything, I talk about the recall. Because I think I think you know, these things are are serious and, and dangerous, and you gotta you gotta you know help people. Like there are people who could get really, really hurt, really hurt if uh, they buy, let's say, uh, the the strawberries that are tainted or, or, or something like that.
1: Uh-huh.
0: It's water from Target and Walmart. The bottled water has arsenic.
1: This is not surprising to me at all. California
0: Nonprofit Center for Environmental Health. Uh, Penafield, which is owned by Keurig, uh, and Starkey, owned by Whole Foods, contain levels of highly toxic arsenic, the bottles of water, uh, that are above the legal limit. Long term exposure, reproductive harm, circulatory and nervous system disorders, oh, and cancer. Um, I always, there are things that are naturally occurring. But I always see so much water today is basically just, hey, we filtered this thing through like some filter. We got it out of the tap. Here you go. Pay us three dollars a bottle. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's not even really bottled water. It's not like you know, it's not coming from the artesian spring. Right. But this is just one of many. Ragu had a recall. The sauce people, which I've never had. I have never. uh, uh, No. Ragu had a recall. His
1: wife is Italian.
0: Well, there's there's that. And also, I love myself.
1: My mom is not Italian, so I had plenty of ragu growing <laughs> up. Did you really? Yeah. Was it any good? I mean, it's, it's just what you're used to. You just get used to it. I, and as a kid, I didn't know any better, right?
0: As a kid, I knew better. Thanks, Mom. Love you. Uh, ragu has bits of plastic in it. And that's not that's the first surprising. time that's happened. Not surprising at all. There are more recalls, I think, in the past year... And there have been in the past 10. Uh-huh. You know? It's
1: because and the, people are finally starting to care about what goes in their food a little bit. We're talking about plastic, bits of metal, stuff like that. I don't there even, is plastic in your drinking water. Did you know that?
0: See, now you're just being terrible. No, there's... What do you mean there's yes, plastic there in my drinking water?
1: Because, uh, you know, when you Well, let me take a sip. Yeah, Hold take on. a sip. Uh, <sighs> when you, you know, run the washing machine and you wash your clothes... Yeah. And your clothes are made out of synthetic materials? Right. Based which are based plastic based? Right. Those little particles go back out of the washing machine out into the water supply and they're too small to be filtered out once the water supply is turned into drinking water.
0: So you're talking about my recycled laundry water? Yes. My recycled laundry water is becoming drinking water? Yes. What is this, an episode of Bear Grills?
1: You're not, you're not familiar with how do drinking water pee- works?
0: Do I have to pee into a hole somewhere and, <laughs> you know, lined in plastic and then boil it with the sun and then yeah. be like, mmm, refreshing? No, I didn't know that that's how it worked.
1: Yeah. Where do you think your drinking water comes from?
0: God. Okay. Or it used to come from Target, but that's over. This
1: is exactly pointing to the problem. People are unaware of what they're drinking and what they're eating. You just assume it's fine because it's on store shelves, and you're not actually being proactive and knowing what's going on. Do do you... The stuff in your water is uh, very shocking, very, very... uh, Do
0: you approve of the genetic modification of food? There's a whole thing about salmon. And how they're trying to genetically modify the salmon no, to be I, bigger. No, I do not.
1: I only eat wild salmon. I do not eat farm-raised. I'm certainly not going to eat a ge- genetically modified salmon. You can get wild, wild-caught wild Alaskan salmon, and there's no reason to buy the farm-raised genetically modified crap.
0: Do you think it's going to kill you? Like, do you not eat it because of that? Because I I find myself a touch conflicted because I'm with you. I don't think I want that stuff. But if we're able to increase food supplies... like. The, the very concept of dwarf wheat and things like that—you save lives. You save millions and millions of lives. Mean, um,
1: are we sending salmon to Africa now? I'm, I'm, like, what are we doing? Here I'm using with this salmon as my as my all-purpose.
0: I'm using salmon as an example. Not that we're going to send the people of Africa, you know, lox and bagels and be like, <laughs> <laughs> "You have to provide your own schmear." I'm not. That's that's not what I'm doing. But the, I, I, I find myself wholly conflicted to the idea that I, I am bothered by it. I am freaked out by it. Uh-huh. But Then again, there's a tremendous amount of things that go into uh, the cow in today's world mm-hmm. that I don't want going into the cow in today's world.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but can I ask you about the cows, by the way? Yes. So there's a place called Fair Oaks Farms. Ferox Farms is in Indiana where we record the podcast Eat Drink Smoke Tony Katz April D Gregory Blend Bar Cigar Indianapolis Indiana that's where we re- record you went from whistle pig to french press coffee
1: yeah that's another reason i had to finish my whistle pig quickly was because i didn't want to mix the two i no, didn't want to mix not. the taste so i Drank the whistle pig. Good thing it was easy.
0: I do coffee with a cigar all the time. Yeah, I'm gonna, I think I'm it's a fantastic it. combination. Yeah. Really, depending on on the cigar. No, mm-hmm. you can't do that to rye. I, you never mix those two things. Uh, I just, I just, I don't think I've ever seen you drink coffee here. I just said I'm a little. I'm a little. I have, yeah. Look at you branching yeah. out.
1: Yeah, um, it's good coffee. So local stuff.
0: Uh, Fair Oaks Farms gets in the news because what they try to do is consider themselves the Disneyland of ag, mm-hmm. of, of dairy agriculture. See, we're, we're good business. See, we take care uh, of the animals. See, we do this and that and the other. Then there's video that comes out from this group called ARM, Anime, Animal Recovery Mission or Animal Rescue Mission, something like that. Uh, and it's, it's video of people abusing these cows and these calves and throwing them around and force feeding them and, and confining them. It, it's really ugly video. The owner immediately apologizes. Five people are identified in the video. One of them was a contractor, didn't even work for him. Three of the people had already been reported for abusing the animals. They'd already been fired. Uh And one guy they didn't know about, and they fired him too, and now there are going to be charges. One of the guys is in the country illegally, which has me apoplectic. Mm -hmm. Why are you hiring illegal aliens? Mm -hmm. Because you shouldn't do that. it's, It's obscene. No matter what you think about the border, you don't hire people who are here illegally, no. Um... And then all of a sudden there's reporting that the guy who who runs this group, ARM, he's a militant dude, and now reports that the uh, people in the videos were coerced into doing this, that it wasn't actually the standard practice. It was for the sake of this video. When this came out, you, April D. Gregory, on Facebook, Mm -hmm. it, it didn't take a half a second. Your exact words were please be aware this is not the exception. This is the norm. Yes. This is how the animals are treated. Then you went about quoting a, a, a professor at a Purdue university, Lafayette, Indiana, uh, and where he is trying to make a comparison to the Holocaust. Like I, I stopped reading when I saw that. Cause I just won't have any of that stuff in my life. Um, but now there's this conversation. I sent,
1: I sent you that Holocaust thing specifically because you used the Holocaust. I didn't. I wasn't sending that because I agreed with it. Oh, okay. I knew you would not like the the um, Holocaust use of is the not Holocaust. a prop.
0: Uh, you know, yeah. what, maybe we'll get into that later. Maybe we'll do it on the snack size. Mm-hmm. Holocaust is not a prop. We'll do, maybe mm-hmm. we'll do it on the on the snack size. When you subscribe to Eat, Drink, Smoke, you'll you'll get all of the episodes. But here's this this possibility now that the video is doctored, and you're like, oh no, 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 this is the way it goes, right? You 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 stick you stick by that. Um,
1: pe- yes, people are missing the point here. Um, what was seen in the video, the the extra stuff where they're kicking the calf or things like that—that's just extra abuse. Watch the video again. What you're seeing on these dairy farms is um, thousands and thousands of baby calves put into little tiny three by three fenced areas, right? Um, You're seeing the the mother calves, mother cows birthing multiple times a year. That's not natural at all. Um, Then they're immediately separated from the calf. Again, not natural uh, to separate a mother and a baby. Both want each other. Both are wailing, mourning, not being together. And then these calves are thrown into these little three by three pins and there's thousands of them. And this is not this is not natural at all to how animals are supposed to be treated, or how nature works. Uh, so that just that is cruel to me. It's not take away take away the, in the kicking and and the actual throwing around of the calves that you saw in the video. Um, artificially inseminating cows multiple times a year that's cruel uh, to their bodies. Uh, And then just separating them, you know, these and and force feeding calves. That's how it works. But no part
0: part of that conversation that that you're having has has made it into the, the, the bigger conversation about what's going on with Fair Oaks. Right. Right. Fair Oaks Farms got really in the news because the milk they were providing was for Fairlife, which is owned by Mm Coca-Cola. And Coca-Cola has now dropped them. And they've been dealing with protests because people protest because they they have an opportunity to protest. Uh, But no part of what you're discussing is like anywhere in the conversation at all.
1: No, it's not. And it should be because that is that is the larger form of cruelty that's happening. The way they treat the that is mistreatment of these animals. That's not that's not Disney World of, of farming. Like they're trying to portray they are. You know, they're showing you the, 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 the baby. Co- when you go there, they show you the cow and the baby cows all together. Blah, blah, blah. Like is this happy farm life. It's not. It's completely different. Like they showed that in the video. Um, but that's just not how they're supposed to be treated. Like that's not how you treat animals. All because we want to consume milk at. We don't need to. We physically do not need milk.
0: But we cere- don't need it. I, how else am I going to eat cereal?
1: I, I don't know. Water? I'm glad, I'm, coconut uh, milk? Almond milk? Uh, coconut you don't coconut leave, milk is not milk. We've been told for decades and decades coconut and decades by the dairy lobby that we need milk from a cow. And we do not.
0: First, you are not the first person to tell me that if uh, milk was not white, nobody would drink it. If milk was not the color white... Nobody would drink it at all because the idea of it would be too gross for people to handle. I've heard that many times. But are you okay with cheese?
1: I mean, I don't eat much of it, but...
0: <laughs> See? So maybe this is the problem. Maybe this is the problem. I'll could. i I'll be okay with not putting, you know, with with, with, with no abuse or n- not engaging immediate mm-hmm. separations and all mm-hmm. those kinds of things. You, you, you might have people there, uh, but I'm not going to put an end to cheese. That's... Uh,
1: I didn't no. say that. All
0: right. Just making sure. Just making sure. Cigars up next. This is Eat Drink Smoke. <laughs> say hello.
1: Hello. How are you today? I'm fine. Thank you.
0: Thank you for asking. Thank you for caring. Eat, Drink, Smoke. Tony Katz. April D. Gregory. Yes, Fingers Malloy. He's taking care of family uh, things. Blend Bar Cigar. Indianapolis. Indiana. And we're on to the smoke. Now, we've done the La Polina before, and I am a fan, I will admit. But I wanted to get into trying some different shapes. And I think over the next couple of weeks, I mean, we've got a bunch of things that we want to uh, get to. Um, uh, but maybe with this it might take place even a little bit later. Doing a Lancero today, because I wanted to share a cigar shape that I think everybody is missing. And they're missing it because it looks like a dainty cigar. It looks like, oh, this is what a girl smokes. It's not a way to think about cigars. This is the La Polina Illumination. And it comes in a series of shapes. You can get it as a, as a Bellicoso or a Corona, a Robusto or a Toro. The Toro, the Corona, the shapes that you're, you're, you're used to. Tube shape uh, with, with, a, with a bigger size uh, ring gauge, right? You're talking about on a Robusto 54. You're talking about a Toro uh, a 50. The Lancero is a long, thin cigar. So think of it as a mini Churchill, if you must, right? The Lancero here is a seven and a half by 38. So 38 is the ring gauge. It is the thickness around the the, the seven and a half, or whether it's a 5, like a Toro is a 6-inch cigar. That refers to the length of the cigar. So this is a long, skinny cigar. And people don't think of this as a cigar they should grab because it's a cigar that's 2 a feet it's a cigar that, you know, it's not, not a cigar you'd see John Wayne smoking or whoever, You picture your person smoking cigars. Nonsense. You got to try things that offer you opportunity. And Lancero's offer tremendous flavor. Now this, uh, in, in uh, the Illumination, is, is a mix. The rappers in Ecuadorian Habano... But the binder and filler are Dominican and Nicaraguan, so you've got a, a nice, nice move of flavor here. We often talk about the pepper kind of feel that you're going to get. There's a touch, but it's going to mix in with the other things. It's not meant to overpower in any way, uh, shape, or, or, or form. You're going to this is a, this is a for a thin cigar. This is a full medium, not a full cigar but I meant a complete and total medium in, 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 the, in the flavor uh, profile because you're going to have those earthy kind of undertones out of the Nicaraguan. You're going to have, because of the Dominican, uh, that, that spice that's going to come uh, from it uh, a, as well. And I think for me, what the Ecuadorian does, the, what the rapper's doing, is kind of highlighting all of it. Most flavor comes from the wrapper. That's where it comes from. So when you've got a, a Lancero, you have much more wrapper that you're dealing with. Mm. And that's why you get uh, to enjoy it uh, that a, a, as you do.
1: It is a very flavorful wrapper, I will say that.
0: And it's it's just right got, it's well, hello then. It's got a balance. It's got a nice balance that's going to exist. I think, it, now, I'm not an expert on, on uh, the Illumination, right? I, it is the kind of cigar, though, that I think is going to have Almost an equal kind of feel all the way through. Mm. Sometimes you'll get, we talk about first third, second third, uh, a final third. Um, the 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 this one, the Lopolina uh, Illumination, is going to I think give you more of the same kind of feel all the way through the the cigar, and then you, it could be different for for other sizes. I think that in this though. You're going to be able to enjoy it all the way through, and there's a lot. It offers you a lot of fun. It's not overpowering. Don't think of it as overpowering at all. It's just flat-out terrific, and I think La Polina does, does great work. I've always thought that they do uh, great work. And you can get this for somewhere between 12 and $15 a stick. So it's sold in a, in a, in a box, of, box of 20 Right? I think that that's where you, you could go with it. Um, I think some people get a little too crazy. If, they, if you read reviews out there, they'll talk about the chocolate this or, or uh, a mixture of sweet, acidic, and funky. I don't know what the hell they mean by funky, guys. <laughs> I don't know what that means.
1: Oh, that's the flavor I was tasting. Funky. And I think
0: I would be more into, into the idea of spice as opposed to acidic. But er, er, you may have your own thought. Go check it out. It's the La Polina, the illumination. And as a Lancero, try it. Do not be afraid to try it. Just give yourself the time to, to, uh, to smoke it. I'd say an hour, hour 10, probably on the cigar. That's probably where I'd go. You know what? Thinking about it, maybe I'd say under an hour, 50 minutes, an hour. You can you enjoy uh, this smoke. Now let's talk about bologna. One of my favorite things, April D. Gregory, um, Americans love processed meat. And I know that you are a huge fan of all things processed meat. You always say, please, more chemicals. That's exactly exactly, That's what exactly what she, what she says. The top five processed meats consumed by American adults weekly. Number five is bacon, which makes me sad. Number wow. four is ham, which means I was not tested because I don't eat ham at all. No, or, uh, that's, no, I don't eat ham like on sandwiches or anything else. Like, there's no ham in my house. My kids don't get ham sandwiches. Nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Number three is hot dogs, which I only I eat all, all beef hot dogs. So I don't even think I'm getting. Am I getting processed meat even though I'm getting all beef?
1: Yeah, it's still processed.
0: All right. Well, then I didn't. Two is sausage. And number one, and you're going to say, of course, I'm going to explain to you my problem. Number one, they write it as luncheon meat. I find the term luncheon meat so unbelievably disgusting, I never want to eat it again. It's deli meat. It's deli meat. Who calls it luncheon meat?
1: Maybe that's a Midwest thing. Uh, Is that
0: how you grew up with it? Because we...
1: Maybe lunch meat. Because, I mean, there's not really... I guess there's delis at the grocery store, but there's not delis here in the Midwest, like delis in New York or New Jersey or something, right?
0: All right, maybe that's it, because it's totally deli meat. It's 150% deli meat. You go to the deli counter, and boom, bop, bip. Now, it's different than going to a deli, which is a, a very lost art. The art of the deli is really, really lost because people don't eat that way. It used to be you would go, and you'd get a sandwich, and it would cost whatever it cost. And it was nine feet high, and you'd share it with two other people, and you'd take some home. Because mm-hmm. if, if it's done traditionally, it's also uh, served... With uh, a bunch of rye bread. Or sometimes it's a whole bread basket and you can make the sandwiches as you want. Oh, okay. So nobody's expecting you to eat this 11-inch high pile of pastrami. I mean, you should if you're an American. But but nobody's expecting you to do it. So that's the way it's usually usually put together and usually done. Um, I... I... Don't I have not seen anybody trying to go on a campaign to saying you should eat less processed meat? But are people? I mean, you you feed your kid. Is is it? Do you even feed your kid processed meat? I always saw pe- most people send their kid off to school with like peanut butter and jelly and moved on with their day.
1: Um. So we do again. We've and we've had this discussion before about bacon on the show. Bacon the problem is so good. with processed meats is only not thing Jews ever got meat. wrong. It, it, yeah, It's not the meat itself. It is the chemicals that are put in, the nitrates and the nitrites that are put in to preserve it after processing. That is what causes the cancer, not the meat itself. So I buy my child nitrate, nitrite-free processed and that's, meat.
0: And that's where this study, I it's not even the question of study. I think it's where people kind of get, get off base. It's not that bologna is the worst thing in the world. It's that these things that are in all things is the worst stuff.
1: Uh-huh. The preservatives. The preservatives are the problem.
0: Now I would argue that if you didn't have, if you, try, if you avoided corn syrup you would be much better off than if you are avoiding
1: Oh trust me, I avoid corn syrup.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which is almost impossible.
1: Yeah, it's, it's nearly impossible. But yes, almost I impossible. I absolutely avoid that. It's, yeah. it's so much easier now.
0: Like, I, I will tell you that, that our kids' lunches um, are uh, turkey, right? Nitrate, and nitrate-free. Uh-huh. Or boar's head London broil. Nice. Sliced. We spend the money. We spend the money. Now, I don't think, from what we know, maybe I could be surprised it's got nitrates and nitrites in it. But we try to go with something as purposeful as possible. Now, I don't know what's coming from the cow, per se, right? I'm talking about what's added to it and, and everything
1: else. Right.
0: All of these studies remind me, that no one seems to appreciate we live in the most nutritious time in the world and you and I have had this fight and you are wrong I am not wrong we live in the most nutritious time well, in the world there are worse things than nitrites and of people in, in India a would agree with
1: abundance of food yes but that food is not nutritious I'm sorry donuts are not tr- nutritious
0: uh, hot dog rather, buns
1: are not nutritious would you rather your kid
0: had a donut or a gummy bear Oh, the silence. The look on your face of pain, April. Yeah. Like, I just gave you the ultimate Sophie's choice. I have always told my kids, I would rather you ate chocolate than a Swedish fish, chocolate than those nerds, chocolate than any of those kinds of overly Mm -hmm. sour Mm -hmm. kind of things. Because there's nothing in there I can at least recognize some level of benefit from chocolate. Right. And I feel that same way
1: well, about. I buy like the fruit juice based gummies. If I buy her gummies, so I don't buy the yeah. ones with corn syrup. I buy
0: well, you, ingredients
1: I can read. You're and know totally a mean.
0: better parent than me. I don't buy any of that stuff.
1: No, I don't. Don't get me wrong. I don't. Buy it.
0: Can't. <laughs> no, no. I mean, sometimes they'll end up with it. Like if we yeah. go to the movies, I'm not arguing. It's movie candy. Feel free. And that's just it. It's 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 a moderation thing. But it's very, very slight. Like, there's no soda in my house. We've talked about this before. There's no soda. No soda. Absolutely, positively.
1: Well, and, uh, like, another thing is food dyes. Food dyes are really... um, Food dyes and colors here are...
0: What do you mean here? In the U.S.? In the
1: U.S. are legal. In other countries, they are not because it's all artificial stuff. And it's... um, There are links... Like, red food dye causes hyperactivity in children. Right. Yeah, so there's things like this that make... Like that, that make it illegal in other countries because they're not safe. But here we have such lax food laws that anything. Well you can be think we have food.
0: lax food laws in the U.S.? Mm-hmm. He, you think we?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why? What should you be allowed to drink raw
1: milk? Yeah.
0: Yes, but we have laws that say you're not allowed to have raw milk, you're not allowed to sell raw. That's milk. That's because there the dairy th-
1: lobby wants you to freaking process it.
0: Oh, so this is all deep state?
1: Oh, yeah. This is all oh, about the
0: lobbies. I, I, so that, that was California, where there was a... They I, make I, I think more it was money. Venice, there was a, a, a grocer that sold raw milk to people who if wanted raw milk. you are drinking
1: milk straight from the cow, you're, got, not, raided. you're not producing uh, money for the dairy industry.
0: I, I think you know that I am not a fan of... Uh, well, it's all about the laws. And it, uh, <laughs> the less laws, the better. I'm telling you, if I run for Congress... One day, it's gonna be on a. I'm not gonna run on creating laws. I'm gonna run on doing away with laws. Yeah. I'm, that's gonna be my entire no platform. Laws. For every one law created, three laws get removed. It's like it's like the regulation conversation. Laws don't make us safe. I don't. I don't know why that's so difficult. Every this whole presidential run, every time I turn around, it's another person saying, "I'd make a law. Or, I would do this." Or how about doing less?
1: <laughs> how it's about like every uh, in the local legislatures? You know, your your senator, state senators and state and I'm sure it's the same way for Congress. I just don't know the numbers. But, you know, your state state house rep or, or state legislator, they're each allowed to introduce so many bills every year uh, based on whether you're a house rep or a state senator. You each get an allotment of bills every year to make that could be potentially come law. And I'm like, no, just because you're allowed to make 20 bills every year. Does not mean you should. Like, right. give me one. <laughs> I don't want you to give me 20 bills a year.
0: So speaking of, now now being in Indiana, there's a little bit of, of history to this. The state of Oregon right now, the Republicans have left the state from the, from the legislature. In Indiana, going back to 2011, there was a whole conversation about right to work. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats were so incensed. Mitch Daniels was the governor. He's now the president of Purdue University. It was a Republican uh, supermajority. But you needed the Democrats here in order to get a quorum. In A quorum, I'm sorry. Uh, so you could then hold the vote. The Democrats were so opposed to this, they left the state. They ran. I mean, national news, they left the state. I think they went to Illinois they and they did. went to a water park. I don't remember what it is that they did.
1: campaign in, Illinois.
0: In Oregon. They want to pass climate legislation. They want to do their own Green New Deal nonsense. Kate Brown is the is the uh, governor there. And she became the governor because the original governor was involved in some, I forget the scandal right now, but I, I remember it was scandal. Um, the Republicans are like, we don't want this. And the Democrats are like, we're going to hold the vote. And the Republicans are like, we're not going to be here. Kate Brown said, okay, <laughs> we'll arrest you. The Republicans left. They, they are not. I don't know where they are, but they left. And I have been saying I don't want the Republicans to leave town. I want them to vote. I want Oregon to then have to uh, accept the fact that they have these new climate rules. And then I want people to move out of Oregon. Yeah. And then they want them to move to places like Indiana. And when they get here, they have to sign a pledge, an oath that they will not bring any of their crazy Do with Do not bring them. your baggage. <laughs> that stuff stays in Illinois. Well, because this is how it's supposed to work. When there's a federal government thing that goes on, I always am, am, am opposed. Because I don't want the federal government dictating to the nation. What I want are the states being able to try things, and when they don't work, they learn from the pain. They learn and they get better and they don't try it again. And then other states can see what other states are doing and say, oh, crap, we do not want to do that here. This is what I want. and I can't get it. So uh, the Republicans aren't right for, for leaving. It's, it's, it's ridiculous nonsense. It's, it's Indiana 2011. It's not even original. Um, but, and by the way, yes, the governor can actually send uh, the authorities to bring you in to do your job. That's, that's kind of how it works. Uh, I, I want to I see Oregon fail based on what they think is moral and pious and good and decent. It's not, I don't want Oregon to fail. I like Stumptown. I, I just I just want them to learn their lessons. If they're willing to do this to themselves and attack themselves and engage in this kind of defeatist style, feel the pain and make changes. I've wanted this for California for years and they don't learn a damn thing.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing. I feel like Oregon is going to be the same way as California in this situation because they're both so beautiful if you live in Oregon, I'm sorry. You're not coming to Indiana because we cannot even compare to the beauty of Oregon or even California for that matter. If you live in Oregon at this point, it's because you know your state's a hot mess, but it's a gorgeous place to live at the PNW. And uh, your options are Did you Washington. just say PNW as opposed to Pacific
0: Northwest? I did. You are so... You're like one of those people who says AOC instead of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. That's the worst. That is the worst. I'm not sure... That that's the case any longer But I think you're 100% right For why people have dealt with so much of the insanity For as long as they have It's because My gosh, it's gorgeous Listen, I, I lived in Los Angeles for six years And it was gorgeous it was, I was broke I was as broke as anybody could be broke I lost the house I, I lost, couldn't pay the bills I mean, it was a rough, rough time while I was in LA But you could walk out your front door And you automatically had something to do. You didn't need money to go hiking in the mountains. You didn't need money Mm -hmm. to head over to the beach. You know what you do at the beach? You park on the street. You walk down a wall, basically, where people have kind of created paths. And you go to the beach.
1: That's what you do. And here in Indiana, it's been raining for 40 days and 40 nights.
0: there has been a lot. There has been a lot of rain.
1: Oh, and then in the wintertime it's gonna be minus three degrees and eight inches of snow. So, how's so the, yeah, so that's why you pay.
0: So how's that job on the tourism board going? Because <laughs> Indiana appreciates what you just did but no, but there comes a moment of total exhaustion. There comes a moment of just and I'll give you I'll give you I'll give you three. I'm gonna hold on a second. <laughs> April is giving me notes that I haven't talked about our sponsor Fanimation. I'm gonna get there. okay animation.com. I will get to our sponsor April D. Gregory it's by to be the... In the
1: middle of the show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe this is the middle of the show. I got a lot of things to get to. You've got this going on in in California. I mean in in Oregon, right? This climate deal that they're going to push is going to seriously impact business and exports. It's going You think tariffs are bad? Wait till you see the Rising in costs that this is going to bring. California just, I think it starts next month, this legislation that says you have to get a background check for ammunition. Mm-hmm. It's a constant assault on rights. One of the people talks about this well, we mentioned her last week, Kira Davis, uh, from Smart Girl Politics Podcast. She tells the story of a friend who is on the political left, Kira's on, on the political right, and is talking about the plastic bag ban. Remember, you can't have a plastic bag if you go to the supermarket. You know, they they won't let you do that kind of stuff anymore. And talking about all the taxes and talking about all the changes and talking about all the oppressive styles. And their line was, they're going to make a conservative out of a perfectly good liberal. (laughs) That's the line that April attributes to this friend. Yes. And it's not that they're going to so much change politically. It's that they will get exhausted and won't take it anymore. Eventually, people say goodbye. If you're not making Hollywood kind of money... You can't stay. It can't work. If that job could be duplicated anywhere else, the weather might be worse. The weather's worse in Indiana than it is in Southern California. You know what I noticed? That the house in California that costs one point four million is two hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars here,
1: mm-hmm. and there, and there's a yard, and, 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 there, and there's a
0: yard. <laughs> Listen, don't get me wrong. There are five hundred thousand dollar houses here, all over. Eight hundred thousand dollar houses here. All over in California, these would be four and five million dollars. Eventually, it falls apart. You want to talk about our sponsor, Fanimation? Yes, their story because they had their California experience. They had their California experience, and where are they based now? Zionsville, Indiana, right outside of Indianapolis. By the way, the ceiling fans from Fanimation are spectacular. There's That's a what really they great make. segue,
1: right there. See
0: and you doubted me
1: i had no trust i Unbelievable. had to be a little faith
0: they make incredible products and for your home for your office indoor or outdoor space they're completely customizable whisper quiet you can add led lighting you really get to kind of build your own fan with fanimation you can check out the entire catalog at fanimation.com uh, and they're sold coast to coast so you can know they can be trusted and, and if, if ever if ever something went wrong they back in warranty and guarantee uh, their products but the Real beauty of fanimation is that you're you have a style, and they say, "Okay, talk to us about it," and then you can kind of create and mix and match to get the style of ceiling fan that you want because there 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 are there are options. It's about the personality of your home, and they help make. That personality shine. It's Fanimation. Great sponsor of the show. Fanimation.com. Make sure that you go. And that when you need that next ceiling fan, the indoor or outdoor space, wherever it may be, any kind of fan. It is Fanimation where you go. Fanimation.com. She doubted me. That is (laughs) hilarious. April D. Gregory, have you heard of the Vilesi?
1: I have not. Sister
0: to the Khaleesi. And I am only assuming that it has this name because of it. I think this got a name because of Game of Thrones. Vailisi is an injection for women to help them raise a sexual interest.
1: Well, that's why I haven't heard of it.
0: It is. Is that because you already have it or you don't? I I just don't need it. Oh. (laughs) See. Oh, God. Oh, I I have so many things I want to say. (laughs) Uh, Approved by the Food and Drug Administration. It is the second of such products uh, to be there. Um, It's it's basically what what we would consider Viagra. And Viagra, by the way, just so we're aware, does not increase your desire. It's that when you have the desire, it allows things to work easier.
1: Yeah, this is not at all like Viagra.
0: Right? That's what it is.
1: It's not like Viagra. You
0: use this when you need it. The problem is it's a shot. They couldn't do this as a pill?
1: No, they couldn't because it was probably made by a man. This is a patriarchy right here.
0: <laughs> I, pe- the one of the worst lines ever used is when people uh, want to talk about women's rights or, or, or you know equality. It's like we should we, there should be an extra tax on Viagra. You shouldn't be allowed to get it with this prescription plan or whatever. Viagra is not just a one way street. Viagra is for making the other person feel good too. <laughs> so I don't know why people. I don't know why people go down this road and shoot themselves in the foot <laughs> uh, the way that they do. I think that's a, a, a that's bad math, people. You shouldn't uh, you shouldn't do that. And I absolutely think it's named by Lisi for Khaleesi. That's, I don't know what Khaleesi is. Game of Thrones.
1: Okay.
0: Oh my! You, you might
1: be onto something, but I uh, uh, had no clue. Just, I'm not
0: the. Does, why does culture hurt you so much? Why? Now this is an FDA approved drug for premenopausal women with a disorder des- defined by a permanent lack of sex of interest in sex causing stress. And it's it so the uh, difference here is that it's it's about it going through whatever, you know, guys, I don't I hope you don't mind like 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 an actual conversation. Part of, part of the whole menopause conversation is that it, we're talking about levels of brain chemistry and you you uh, Hormones—you t- you feel different. There, there are these, these, these fluctuations. It's not a joke. It, 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 happens, and and women go through it. And so, why shouldn't they say, you know what? I want a little normalcy in my life. I love in- inventions like this. One of the lines, and I think this is the right line. They're not desiring more sex; they want better sex. You want to enjoy it when it's happening. That makes perfect sense to me. Do you not want to enjoy it, April?
1: This is just the wrong way of going about it. Why? Because a, it's a shot that's going to cost hundreds of dollars every time you want to have enjoyable sex. That's not sustainable. Um, second of all, the problem with women is not, uh, you know, you point out Viagra and men, and that that uh, men take Viagra because there's a hormonal issue, testosterone or whatever is not letting things work properly uh, as for as long as they should. Uh, so. <laughs>
0: As they should or uh, as you need?
1: <laughs> as needed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, di- the difference with women with uh, uh, sexual issues is, you know, it's not a hormonal thing. This is for premenopausal women. Um, and it, for women, sexual desire and sexual health is so much mental. Um, for women to... Yeah, okay, so yes. M- women's sexualization, sexual experiences is so much mental, whereas men, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's physical also, but, um, okay, fine, I'm just going to say it. So, like a woman's orgasm is so much, it takes so much mental to have it than a man. A man's is purely physical. And yes, there's physical requirement for a woman, but you have to be in the right mental mind frame. And a lot of the reasons, most of the reasons women cannot be is because there's so much external stress that affects a woman's mental uh, situation it's so it's about the stress of the relationship or the stress of the day-to-day whatever and that is what affects women's ability to have enjoyable sex
0: and part of that as this is discussing is that the stress begets the stress Mm -hmm. right you know that you're not having sex your partner knows that you're not having sex. Then you feel like, my goodness, I'm such a terrible person. I, I used to like having sex with this person. Now we're not having sex, there's and I know stress. they're bothered mm-hmm. by it. And what do I do? And it creates more stress. And this is supposed to help with that mental set. I'm not mm-hmm. disagreeing about the the, the, the mental set. So, I, I, I I don't think there's anything wrong with what I, you said. I mean, I you, could take,
1: of- you could take the same uh, $400 you're going to spend on this one shot and – have a couple two three four therapy five eight therapy sessions you're wrong to work on how to focus your mental stress I mean you can you can take the shot and band-aid it for three hours or you can get to a place where hold you on can, you hold can on. Uh,
0: where, where did the three hours <laughs> line come from
1: well I, I'm, assume, <laughs> I'm assuming if, I, if, if, if she has to take this shot he better be popping the Viagra like that's only fair
0: well, if you're going to do it, do it right. Are you a quality or are you a quantity person? I'm serious.
1: Can't they both? be a thing?
0: Well, they they no, they can, uh, they can. Uh, I I am a quality. I person. think
1: I think men or I think women would be quality.
0: Quality. I'm I'm a hundred. But, but I think I person. think
1: quantity plays into quality also. It can.
0: No, I. I
1: think I think. Um...
0: So wait, first first, I think we got to kind of define where we're coming from here. We're we're coming from the idea of being in a relationship. That's how I'm just dis- coming from it, right? Uh, and 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 maybe maybe if I'm uh, I'm a twenty something, mm-hmm. I'm talking about quantity.
1: Oh yeah, twenty right? year old men are only about quantity.
0: But I I'm discussing it. What what I want is quality, and I want it to to be enjoyed fully by both. Because the relationship is better because of that, and part of the problem that that I, I think is true of all sex life problems is that people don't talk to each other. No, that they they, they don't even recognize. Oh, you you're you're just being sex crazed. You, you, some woman will say you don't need to be having sex every week, more than every week personally. But uh, yes, yes. Why is that crazy? Why? Why instead of dismissing that, aren't you listening Mm -hmm. uh, to that? And it's not. It's okay to kind of think these things through. That listen, I know that you work this schedule and I work that schedule, and the kids this, and maybe it doesn't work at these times, but maybe it works at the other times. And it's like they're afraid to have the conversation. Like it's it's too embarrassing you'd rather kind of have an entire marriage or relationship disappear or devolve because you're not willing to say, Hey, we got to, we got to work on this together. We got to figure this one out because I really enjoy you and I really enjoy uh, the sex with you. And we got to,
1: right. Well, I mean, communication is so important because emotional intimacy like that, where you're able to have this conversation lets you have better physical intimacy. So you have to work on communication and have that, that type of, relationship where you can just talk about those things because it's important. Uh, but I think a lot of uh, kind of what we are maybe alluding to is like when you're younger, it might be more about quantity. And I think because of that, well, when you're, people, when you're, people don't evolve because of that. People don't evolve to getting to get into the quantity, to the quality picture.
0: Yeah. Well, but, but that's because you met somebody in a bar and was like, yeah, let's go do this. Right. Right, that
1: just there's that rarely stops happening, and then you you do get married, and then it's like, or or you are in a relationship. I don't want to say married, but like you're in a relationship, and it's still. You're a not, lot of time, people don't evolve. Do people not talk about
0: these? I'm, we are over talkers. We talk about everything. My wife and I, there is, we don't have time for it. Yeah, but remember, I, I, I will say this. This is very true about my marriage. We have a very different view, I I find, than, I shouldn't say everybody, than too many. We truly believe it is the two of us against the world. Mm -hmm. That's our job. It is the two of us in this against the world to enjoy each other, to have fun, to deal with the tough times together, and to come through it on the other side, the two of us. We believe that this is exactly what it's about. That... That's what the partnership is about. Uh-huh. That's what the marriage is about. We want to do this together and we'll take on all the comers, all the issues, all all the whatever, all the family strife, whatever the case may be for, mm-hmm. for people. But we're in it together. The only way you can be in it together is discussing what's going on with you and what that means. And sometimes that stuff needs to get redefined. It needs to get rediscussed. But I think that what you're hitting on is is the bigger horror. People don't talk about these things.
1: Right. I mean, that's why, if it, that's why you know, a therapist can tell you the biggest problem in people's marriages, the number one problem is, is communication. And then sex and then money or whatever. But communication will lead to, A, better sex, B, managing your money better or whatever. You know, communication is such the problem you that if you're not having an emotional, mental connection, everything else is going to suffer.
0: You can't be afraid to talk. It's not going to help you. It's not... It's, it, it can't. There was never a time where it was better off with less talking. I mean, maybe in the middle of it, there could be <laughs> less talking. Shut up. Right. That's been said before. That has totally been said before. I'm not going to lie. By both of us.
1: This cigar <laughs> does change. Uh, you think so? Yeah, it does change. The La a Palina,
0: bit. the Illumination, uh, the uh, Lancero, which is a 7.5 inch by 38 ring gauge. What you, where are you at now? Well, You're I'm in the, the second, second, third,
1: and it does get a little bit bolder into the second third. See. I really enjoy the flavor. Like, the flavor of the wrapper is so good.
0: I'm, I, I, I'm just enjoying it. Now, maybe there, there's a point that you're making. It does get a little uh, fuller. Maybe, you, you know, but I, I don't feel like I'm picking up other notes. Mm. I, there are a fair amount of notes, and I like that I have it all the way through. you got to try it for yourself. It is the La Polina Illumination. Um, that is the cigar as a Lancero. Give it a try. Don't be afraid of it. And we had the whistle pig uh, ride the fifteen year. Uh, we both finished it. I still don't know if it goes in my in my liquor cabinet.
1: It's different.
0: But man, it was it was all right. It it was. You would never turn one down if someone offered it. No, but to you, you would not uh, do it. Find April D Gregory on Twitter at April D Gregory and Smart Girl Politics Podcast. At ricochet.com. You find me, Facebook.com slash Tony Katz Radio. Uh, Instagram parlor at Tony Katz is where Stop you find me. It. I keep I'm gonna keep doing it. I'm gonna keep doing I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen with that site.
1: Nothing is gonna happen with that site. There's like another
0: You can find me on Snapchat, the Tony Katz. I never use it.
1: Wait, there's something called TikTok.
0: Oh, sure. I actually deleted it. Okay. I deleted it all I off just heard about phone. it last night. You've never heard of TikTok? TikTok used to be known as Musically. It was it what what it was originally, and then it became a TikTok? You know what? I, remind me in some future week to talk about where I think the problem with TikTok is as a social media app, and I and I, feel I will like tell you. you. To put
1: people to sleep if we talk about that.
0: No, 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 no. Be be aware of all the social media things.
1: Our listeners don't know about TikTok. They don't I, care. What?
0: Don't what? Care. Why do you have no no faith? I don't
1: know what TikTok is.
0: You don't know because you don't watch TV. You don't engage culture. You have this cloistered cloistered sad little life, but. We know. I do
1: get paid to run social media accounts, so I feel like I would know what TikTok was, if it were worthy.
0: And three-hour April. This is what we learned. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) This is what we learned. Blend Bar Cigar is where we record. Indianapolis, Indiana. They're in Houston. They're in Nashville. They're in Pittsburgh. Blendbarcigar.com for events, for a good time. The place is fantastic, and we love being here. And, of course, our sponsor, Fanimation. Fanimation Fanimation.com for all your ceiling fan needs. And go subscribe. Go subscribe to uh, three hour April. I mean, to eat, drink, smoke <laughs> uh, at Apple Podcasts. No subscribe subscribe to five three hour star. April. You watch how many people <laughs> no one would subscribe to three hour April. No one. Oh, absolutely Guaranteed. the self help show for people who need that kind of help. Three hour April. By the way, if I sold the product instead of three hour energy, it was three hour April. Four
1: hour work week. Four hour April. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> This is awful. This is awful. You
0: are so in your own head right now. I am. This is e trink Smoke.